You're listening to The Fit Female Project. I'm Maz. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to help every woman on her fat loss and fitness journey. We've helped hundreds of women who are desperate for results but don't know where to start. As your coaches, we use evidence-based facts whilst keeping it real so you can look and feel your most confident self without having to give up your social life. Head to our website, www.fitfemaleproject.com to find out how you can join our community. It's really, really good. Or check out our Instagram at fitfemaleproject. Now, let's get to work. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fit Female Project podcast. Hey, Charles, how are you? Hello, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. I'm excited because we've just started our um, next project and it's all kicked off. It's been a very busy weekend of admin and getting everyone set up. So we're, we're a bit excited this morning. We're a bit giddy slash tired and delirious. So <laughs> bear, bear with us during this podcast. <laughs> Maz, you know, you say you've forgotten to say one very important thing that happened at the weekend. Oh my gosh, me crashing into my wall. <laughs> so I went to pick up my, I'd, I'd been out um, on Saturday and then I came back early. And then later on in the evening, I went to pick up my boyfriend from the pub. And honestly, I don't have any excuse. I just was not paying attention at all. It was dark. I was quite tired. She wasn't drunk. I wasn't drunk. I was the only one that wasn't (laughs) drinking. That's the irony. And I backed out and I just heard, and they had this little tap. And I was like, what was that? Why can't I get out? And I (laughs) wound down my window and looked out and thought, oh my God, all of the bricks just fallen into the pavement I'd fully backed into the wall and so then I'm like heaving all of these bricks thank god I'm still weight training because I'm heaving all of these bricks back into our drive and then actually I was really pleased because I did pick up Steve and then I was saying to him uh, I've done something really bad and luckily because he was so drunk he just found it funny <laughs> and so I got away with it I think but yeah it still looks ridiculous and then and then we, he got a text from his he got a text from his um group chat for his homeboys saying um steve what's happened to your wall someone's driven past i love that he woke up the next day he said oh i had a bad dream that someone knocked my wall down so yes that kind of oh, sums up it. the weekend of just chelsea's loving it because i'm a complete mess at the moment and i'm a bit out of sorts i love but, it she's you know. so She's so together, like she's so together, and like now that you're doing things like this, I'm like, yes, yes, that's, that's mean fail. But everyone, all of us that know you are like, when you do something, we're like, yes, she's yes. Yeah, honestly, had so many texts. Right, okay, so today's right. topic, anyway. we are talking about um, tackling sweet cravings, and this is a topic that we probably get emails about within our check-ins every single week people want to know what to do around their sweet cravings how to control them are they normal so we thought why not just do a podcast on it discuss it talk about ways that maybe you can prevent them from coming on and then also ways that you can tackle them when they do come on and this will be like really for you to check in with yourself and be like oh my god that's me like we're all different there is not like a one-size-fits-all approach 
So with the certain things that we're talking about, just be like, oh my God, I do that. Or that's that's the reason why I do it. And and just next time, because let's face it, we're women, there is going to be a next time. You're not going to listen to this podcast and be like, Jesus, I'm cured. Like if only it was that easy. But next time, at least you can be mindful. And when you're reaching for those sweet treats, you can actually be like, have a little moment and say, hold on a second, what's going on? So we're going to talk you through it to yeah. so that you actually have those moments yeah and anecdotally we've worked with both male and female clients and I have to say that our females struggle a lot more than our men with this and that is for a reason because we have these hormonal fluctuations that do affect our cravings so you're not crazy <laughs> don't let anyone gaslight you this is something that literally is happening in your body it also connects with something called serotonin which is like the happy suppressed during um, your hormonal fluctuations especially if you suffer specifically with big pms symptoms some people suffer more than others so there is a physiological reason why these cravings happen. Um, so it's just something to be aware of every single month and kind of know that they're coming up and then think, okay, right, well, why am I, what's the first thing that's happening to make me feel this way? And we kind of have a few things to check in on. So every time that you're getting those cravings, we want you to think about, firstly, is it hormonal? Am I coming up to my period? Is that why suddenly you've got this mad appetite for sugar? And um, I don't know, like, what do you crave when you're coming on your period, child? Do you know what? It just varies every single month. Like I am not like a, every single, I'm not like clockwork every single month. Some months I probably won't even like realize that maybe I'm due on. And then other months you're like, ah! like last week I was due on and I wanted to eat the world. Like, you know, when nothing's filling you up and then it was the sugar cravings for me. So definitely uh, just carbs in general, whether that's like starchy carbs or sugary um, yeah, what about you, Maz? What about what were yours? Has your have yours changed? Because obviously now you're pregnant, has it changed? Yeah, I think maybe. I love sweet food, but I do think that cravings for me, I've never um, suffered madly with them. But then again, my hormonal, as we know, my hormonal profile has been all over the shop for the last few years so it's been quite hard to know exactly like when the spike in my month is for my hormones but I would say that I've craved more savory food during my pregnancy than sweet food and that's not to say that I don't want mm. sweet food you know like I I love an almond croissant if I could have an almond croissant every day, mm. I mean, I could have an almond croissant every day, right? Like, that's my choice. Everyone can have whatever the hell they want. We're all adults. But I know that it's not very going to be very good for me to have one every day. So I kind of yeah. actively make also, the choice. Yeah. Would it be that good if you had it every day? Sometimes when I have something, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. Because it's yeah. like a, a treat. You don't have yeah. it every day. Yeah, it's such a good point, actually. Because also, and it's got to be really good. Because if I'm going to have an armor cross, yeah. I want it to be a really oh, good yeah. one. I don't want it to be dry. I don't want yeah. it to have been sitting in a window. Yeah. Like, it's got to be really no. good. So <laughs> I'm kind of under, so yeah, true. I kind of do have that thing in my head of if I'm going to go for something, like a treat, it's got to be something really yeah. 
really good and really delicious that ticks the boxes but I know that I'm a bit strange there I would say that my cravings have been more like dairy um and kind of savory stuff rather than sweet and some fruit actually Mm. like fresh fresh food like mango um I bought some nectarines the other day all of those sort of kind of that Mm. sweet fruit is really really refreshing at the moment to me but Mm. the other the other thing that we want you to ask yourselves next time you have a sweet craving is are you emotional has something happened in your day or your week that has kind of tipped you over into the stage of seeking comfort from something and is that food has that anecdotally been your crutch for when you're feeling low and that makes you feel better a bit like we were talking about things that are going to boost your mood for a moment in time um again learn to acknowledge those signals and what's happened and why am I going for this at this time and that can be another thing that'll play into it yeah and then another thing as well is like is it habit so definitely for me it's like after dinner that is when instantly my brain even if I'm really happy with my dinner it's been gorgeous I feel nice and full my brain goes it's snack time and it's like you want something afterwards for me anyway so that that is definitely a habit and I kind of love it that's the time where Shane and I have our dinner together we put our tv show on my phone goes to the side and it's the time where I just switch off from everything and it's kind of like I just like that moment but Every single night, if it becomes a habit where you're overeating and you're eating those crap, which again, like the last week I was getting into a habit where it actually then makes you feel bad and you're not actually feeling good when you're having it. I think that's when it you to recognize it's a habit as opposed to something that you're enjoying. So it's like being conscious of that habit and maybe you could swap it for something else. Yeah. That's really lovely that you said about that's your time where you switch off and you've linked it to that. This is why I enjoy it because I'm spending time with my boyfriend and I've switched off and I've put my phone away. I used to work with a um, a male client who loved, he had a stressful job, he was partner at a um, stock firm and he had come home and he'd have a like a gin every night and it was almost the sensation of sitting down feeling the weight come off his shoulders with an ice cold gin and tonic that and then then that would become two or three and so what we decided to do was to keep the exact same routine and then just switch the drink that's in the glass so make it we started off with zero percent gin um, and tonic and then we moved it on to sort of tonic water and lime um and it was just actually the habit that he liked of sitting down with a cold drink and the peace and the chatting with his wife and it doesn't have to be about the food it can actually be about the moment and what that means to you and what how that how that brings you peace yeah I think that's so yeah I think that's going to help so many people so so um so yeah and then I suppose the last one is boredom as well are you bored you you mentioned that Maz before haven't you yeah I think that's a lot of it isn't it when you're trying to just preoccupy yourself and especially if you're working from home I work from the dining room which is attached to the kitchen and I think in the moments of 
low in the afternoon I could just nip in there grab a snack but it's not because I'm hungry it's just because I'm bored and I'm (laughs) wanting to fill my time again that happens a lot after dinner doesn't it when sort of you're just a bit like well what now I'll get some snacks Yeah. yeah Yeah. And then I suppose, oh my God, I keep saying, I suppose, you know, the other day I spoke to you, I said, Maz, I always, when we listen back to ourselves on the podcast, we go, oh, we hate certain things. I said, why do I always say, I suppose, I suppose you were like, oh, I didn't realise. I've said about 50 times. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> I can't but, use oh, that of my own voice. Oh, I wonder if anyone's listening and they're like, yeah, you do say that. That does my head in. I wonder if anyone. I don't think you want to know, Charles. I think sometimes. No. Ignorance is bliss. I suppose it is. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Okay. And then the other thing to think about is, are you hungry? Have that little check-in with yourself and decide, are you hungry? If the answer is yes, have a little like rewind and go back to what you've eaten for the day. So what kind of things can people eat so that they feel nice and satiated? and full from their dinner whilst also most of our clients are in a calorie deficit yeah so as we speak about a lot protein is the most satiating macronutrient okay so we want to have protein in every single meal of the day one thing that we talk about a lot is making sure you get a good hit of protein especially in your morning meal um if you go without that The late mornings, I don't know about anyone else, but the kind of 11s is for me, I get ravenous if I've not had protein in my breakfast. So that could be your Greek yogurt, your protein powder, eggs, uh, whatever it is, getting a good hit in um, your your brekkie and making sure that your portions are big enough as well. Because if you're finding that you're having one boiled egg and um, a piece of toast, you're probably going to be starving. So it's not enough, right? It's not enough to sustain you. And then again, at lunch, thinking about having your protein first, that's going to be your biggest source of your meal, everything else around that. And then it's also something to be said for having, making sure that you have your meals, especially if you're hungry in like the mid afternoon and you're coming around to dinner time. Firstly, try not to leave that dinner too late because the likelihood is you're then going to have quite a big snack around fours, fives, because you'll be thinking, oh, I'm not going to be eating until eight. Like, you know, that could be a way to do it. Think about having your dinner a little bit earlier, but making sure that before your dinner, you don't have anything sweet. Think about, right, now I'm going to be an adult yeah. here. I'm going to have a proper meal first. And then if I'm hungry, I can then have, and I've still got those cravings, I can then have a bit of chocolate. But, you know, a lot of the time it'll be full if you're having like a big dinner full of veg, which is full of fiber, makes you feel really um, satiated, big chicken breast, some potatoes in there. And then the likelihood of you overeating on the sweet treats afterwards is going to be far dampened. Yeah, and there is um, an element of you do have to, you can do all of these things, but you do have to be 
a little bit strict with yourself and say, no, I'm not grabbing that crap. I am not grabbing that. I don't, we definitely, I tend to go, especially like when we were saying, oh, you're hormonal or hungry or tired. I go in and think, oh, I really want some Haribo's. I really want some sweets. And sometimes I pick them up, pick them up. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Put them back. And I've got like, you can get two boiled eggs or something. And you're going to be fine without it. But you do have to be quite hard on yourself and say, I am not having that. I'm not doing it. Yeah, and forcing yourself to change that habit as well, which is going to take some time, yeah. guys. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, we're not yeah. expecting these things to happen overnight, but actually thinking this is what I've been doing for the last however many years, and this is, and I've not been losing the weight that I want to see. And every single month, it's the same. And I have this big stall around this week, or I go up during this week. It doesn't always have to be like that. You don't always have to succumb mm. to these cravings. You can. There are ways that you can help yourself um, to continue seeing progress during that time as well. Yeah. Um, so thinking about our meals, that's going to really help. And again, feeling nice and full, all of those things that we've covered. And then also one thing is, are you hydrated? That's a yes. big topic as well, isn't it? Like lots of people I think eat, again, I'm guilty, I'm going to drink now, of it when, when you're thirsty. Yeah. And you get the headache and the brain fog. And that is when people say, oh, I think I just need some sugar. I'm a bit lightheaded. How many times have you used yeah. that phrase? If you're honest with yourself, <laughs> how many times have you used that phrase? Of, oh, I think my blood sugar's low. And it's probably not. You've probably got plenty of glycogen in your body. You're probably just a little bit dehydrated. If you go for a wee and your wee is the colour of like a deep yellow, then warning signs should be going off. We're going to stop ourselves right there. It's time for an ad break, um, but we're not sponsored yet. So we've decided to promote ourselves. Research shows that you can burn 3.2 calories by pressing the like and subscribe button. So if you're enjoying the podcast, then it would mean so, so much to us if you could do this and share it with your friends and family and help us build this incredible community. Okay, self-promo over. Let's get back to the podcast. It's so true. So if you are somebody who um, has a sweet tooth as well, uh, another thing that's really helpful that Maz, you always talk about this is creating uh, barriers. So can you help yourself out a little bit and put it away where you can't bloody see it? Because how many times have you opened the cupboard because you're feeling a bit peckish? I've done it those, and you see a bit of oh, see the dark chocolate there. Next minute, it's in my mouth. I wasn't even thinking about the dark chocolate, but you see it. And it's there, next minute it's in your mouth. Was I looking for it? No, same as that if somebody offers you something at work, you know, we've got treats going around. Were you thinking about having a sweet or a chocolate? No, do you want one? Yeah, okay, I'll have it. It's like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, actually that's such a good point when people say in the office, (laughs) Steve always goes on about this. I think the culture's changed quite a bit in his office, but he used to say that every single day it was like someone would bring in cupcakes or donuts or like sweet treats that yeah you exactly that you weren't even thinking about until they're put in front of you and they smell so good I mean I I would find it hard to turn them down so we totally get it um but yeah just thinking are you gonna get get 
Steve to like go around his treat for the day, but a, a fruit platter. Hello, would anyone like an orange? Weird, like a weird school mum sending their their kid in with like the the healthy treats, and everyone looks at them like they're weird. They're like his wife, his fiance is a personal trainer. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> like, take that in. No, I still um, love it when we go out with um, friends and stuff, and I'll tuck into a pizza, and everyone sort of looks at you like, "Are you, are you sure you can eat that?" Yeah, people are like, "Oh my god, you eat!" You're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> so yeah. funny. Um, but I understand as well that it's probably quite hard for mums that have got things on display all the time because you've got treats mm-hmm. to put in your kids lunch boxes like little penguins everywhere or you've got um you might have a biscuit tin on the kitchen surface you know when the kids come in home from swimming or whatever so we understand that like sometimes the barriers can't be as easy but just try and know yourself you're okay and you've got the willpower to not eat them fine but if you are thinking that sounds like me, that if there's if it's there, I'm going to eat it, then it's going to be really important to try and remove that just from your direct eye line, just until you get out of the habit of it. And um, that might be that you tell your partner, oh, do you know what? Like, can you put that somewhere? And <laughs> if the kids want it, it, you know, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of not. And it's difficult because we would never say for life you've just got to hide things so you can't keep things in the house because we don't want you to live like that we want you to be able to have whatever the hell you want in the house and have the like the balance I suppose to be able to have it when you feel like it and not have it when you don't feel like it but at the moment if you're having it Mm. regardless of how you feel then that's the issue so it's not it's not a long term that's not the long-term solution but if that sounds like you right now and you need to get off your health a good 20 kg or so then maybe it's the time to start implementing these a bit like stricter barriers yeah I think asking yourself like just ask yourself is this making me feel good and by you having that like if you only have one if you're having one treat a day or something it's kind of like you're okay with that but then when it takes goes you know more than that and you feel like you're out of control and then you have the guilt and then it just keeps going and then you're feeling rubbish and you feel unhealthy then that's probably when it is time to think actually this isn't a good thing it's making me feel bad yeah and it's really liberating proving to yourself that you don't need something like Mm. it's a bit like um dry jan when people think, oh, I can never do that, and then they give up alcohol for a month, and they're like, I did that, and feel so good about themselves because mm. they've done it, and they've pre- proven themselves they don't need a glass of wine every night. It's the same kind mm. of thing. Like, I don't need chocolate every day. Like, that's fact. Mm. No one needs it. We don't have to have it. It's a choice, um, but you don't need it. And to go a full day without having it and realizing, you're okay, you are satisfied with your food, it was tasty, and the next day goes on, I think that's a really, really good exercise for everyone to try. Yeah, if we try it, I've been having chocolate every single day, like two, like a lot, chocolate, sugar, like rubbish this week, and I feel awful for it, so I'm going to listen to this podcast, listen to your advice, and do it, I'm going to see, see, um, and then the next thing that we're going to say, um, I've never actually tried this, Maz. We, you, you always mention this, but I, I've never actually done this. So much. 
but it's like my biggest yeah, well I do do it biggest but... hack <laughs> so after your dinner brush your teeth <laughs> go and brush your teeth rather than sit straight down on the sofa and getting ready for sofa snacks go and brush your teeth maybe even have a shower like give yourself time for your dinner to settle and for your appetite mm. uh, regulation hormones to understand that you've been eating and you've had a good meal it might take 20 minutes at least and then once you brush your teeth you've got that minty taste in your mouth and for so many people that I work with, it works brilliantly because the cravings go after you've got that fresh. I even have it with gum sometimes after, if you're having lunch out yeah. or something, I have gum after that because, again, changes that kind of taste in my mouth and I don't feel like I need any more food. Yeah, that's such a good hack. Such a good hack. I'm going to try that. And also, if you've got a retainer, I have to put my night brace in so it's like doors are closed <laughs> yeah you literally trap is closed like, what about another hat getting your partner to tape your mouth up yeah. <laughs> this is the extremes imagine imagine diet, diet plan advises partners taping their mouths i mean a lot of partners probably do it to shut us up you know yeah, but, that's, um, that's a different story right okay so um and then also if you if you're not into the if you do really want something and again that is your time where you like to sit down and it's in your calories you've got calories left over and you feel like you can stay in control and you do want to have something after your dinner um then things like fruit um strawberries can give you that nice anything berries um can, can give you that nice sort of sweet taste with greek yogurt we always bang on about greek yogurt options hot chocolate um can help diet cokes coke zeros and stuff can give you that little that feeling i know lots of people are like oh my god am i gonna die if i have a diet coke you will be fine if you're having one of those each day you can research studies there's actually not many studies showing that having one diet coke, <laughs> one diet coke is gonna kill us off right man not any babe you're all right no not yeah yeah when I say not any none um and then also in terms of chocolate the darker the better with chocolate um it's just gonna be a bit healthier and it's probably it's, it's full of less crap and it's gonna make you feel it's richer and it sort of makes you want a a little bit less milk chocolate is like shove it down your neck don't you think yeah yeah dark chocolate the whole idea of it is that it's so it's quite bitter sometimes when it's like 85 percent plus that actually the richness and the bitterness will only leave you wanting one or two pieces i couldn't imagine eating a whole bar of the dark chocolate but again that's just us you might be someone that can't even open a a bar of dark chocolate and not have the entire thing so know thyself Mm. um do you want to speak about the um time restrictions yeah I think another thing that you can test and again you could try all these different things and be like actually that works for me that so use this as sort of like some research for the week and be like actually this is great for me this is a great idea if you set yourself a time um, barrier, so it's like if you say, for example, have your dinner, I have my dinner at about eight o'clock, and then just say to yourself, I'm going to stop eating at nine o'clock, that's it, that's your time, that's fine. We're not going to call this, someone else might say, intermittent fasting. We're just saying you stop eating at a certain time 
and that's it that's a cut off it's just a, a boundary that you're setting with yourself and by you doing that it can just help you out and it's that is just <laughs> that is simply discipline no nope, I'm not gonna have it yeah yeah and it's simple right it's such a simple way of going okay this is my rule to myself past this time we're closing off for the evening you're letting your body have mm. that period of not eating which is really good for us for a good 10 12 hours and then um yeah and it kind of you'll probably feel you'll wake up feeling a little bit hungrier which is good have a nice breakfast for the protein and then you're on with your day yeah and that's why I think so many people have done well or seen a difference when they've done it intermittent fasting before because it's just simple and it's something that people can just do the reason why we don't promote it is because a lot of people end up um going back to their old ways and and not knowing what to do when they're out of that situation uh but that's simply it's easy it's an easy thing for people to do as you said it's it is well easy if, if you actually stick to it but try all of these different things um this week or over the next couple of weeks and and then see how you get on see what works best for you because as we said it's not a one-size-fits-all approach yeah and just kind of run through as well so think about are you having big enough meals are they full of protein are you eating your meals first before your sweet treats um are you creating barriers for yourself are you making sure that your treats are kind of out of sight um can you brush your teeth after your meals can you have gum change that taste in your mouth can you maybe set a time where you stop eating or can you implement some going to be lowering calories but still going to give you that kind of sweet treat sensation that you're craving um and kind of adulting yourself around all of that and making sure that you know that it's going to be hard and you're going to have it's going to take a while to change the habits that you've got into but you can absolutely do it yeah absolutely can so give that all a go please let us know if anyone's like found any hacks and and let us know which ones you found the most useful i think it will be uh food for thought especially if you're our female project girls um or our pro team you've got the group chat so you can we can just all help each other each other is a good uh topic of conversation yeah for sure great well hmm. please let us know see if you enjoyed the episode and um please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already because it really helps us to reach more people we've actually had a few people that have joined this round that have found us on the podcast which yes. is really exciting for us um so if you can share on your social media and you can like and subscribe um we would be really grateful yeah our person one of our people our people that found us is actually from australia which we're super excited about and this is my really good australian accent <laughs> because i was like i love married at first sight australia <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good i just love australia in general actually oh my god it's so fab so good so good right okay well have a lovely rest of your day and we shall speak to you soon bye everyone thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches if you want to join our next six-week project head to the website now for more info you will not regret it bye